Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. It's a warm, it's a warm <laughs> one here in Calgary. It's a warm episode. I just got a shower. I'm <laughs> sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what plus thirty two here today. Something. Yeah, so it's warm. It's hot, but I think it's going to be another fun episode. Yeah, yeah. So let's get to it. Yeah, so it's another farmer's market episode. We went to a couple farmer's markets this week, so it was kind of fun. Um, we went a little road trip outside of Calgary, about an hour outside of Calgary to Bentley. Was that the no, first one? Bergen was the oh, first Oh, Bergen one. was the first one. And then we headed another almost hour and a half north of there to Bentley. Yep. So it was a nice Saturday road trip. We hit a couple farmer's markets, and we're always looking for some cool local stuff here on the Mess Hall podcast. So We packed a picnic and took our cooler. And yeah, Where did we stop? Do you remember the... Um, they one outside of Sundry. <laughs> Cranston? No, not Cranston. Uh, I forget where it was, yeah. but it was a small town. Oh, Cremona? Yeah, that was yeah, it, yeah. Cremona. So. Yeah, it was a nice town as well. No farmer's market there, not when we were there anyway. <laughs> yeah, so there's some exciting stuff, a little bit of mix. So let's get into it. The first thing, I think it was the actual first thing we bought, was the spicy pickled garlic. Now... Garlic, we've talked about its health benefits. It's antioxidant, decongestant, um, antiviral, antibacterial. So it's super healthy, especially raw. But this is pickled, so it also has probiotics, which makes it easier to digest them and absorb nutrients. So um, helps with gut health. So I wondered, yeah, as you're going to cut one, I wondered, like, what do you do with the cloves except for just eat them? And I... Had some ideas were mixed with hummus, salad dressings, sprinkled on cooked veg, put on salt um, in salsas or in beans and rice. So yeah, or just in place of anchovies or olives in recipes because they're pickled. We'll see how we feel about those suggestions. We do have a cutting board oh, right there if you want. I got it like this. I'm I'm all I don't right. trust that he's not going to cut me. It, it feels a little bit softer than regular, mm. but that makes sense because it's pickled. Oh, it's spicy. And there's dill in there. Oh, it does have a nice spice to it. I wasn't expecting that much spice. I wasn't expecting the dill flavor. I wish it didn't have the dill flavor. Yeah, but it's still good. It was. I think that would just be good like in a pasta sauce as well, almost. like, And not like a tomato sauce, but like maybe just a white wine, garlic, onion, like I was aioli almost. I yeah. was thinking a tomato sauce, but like a canned tomato cooked down sauce, like diced tomatoes. Okay, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. I feel like I got some antioxidants. I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, I don't know, the jar, it was one of the first things we saw and our eyes just lit up and we're like, let's get Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> but there was one pickled item that we saw but we didn't get and it was a pickled eggs and pickled yeah. sausages yeah. in the same jar. Yeah, in the same jar. I don't know. I just, I'd try it, but. I've never had pickled eggs. But it was a big jar as well. It was at the other market, though, I think. Wasn't it? The yeah, it was one? at the yeah. second market. But I've always, I think it would be an interesting combination. We should get it if we see it again, just because yeah. it would be fun, I think. Yeah. We'll 
we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no company. It just seemed to be some guy who pickled things and sold them. So Yeah. And well, as you can see at the bottom of the screen, it says who it's by. I think it says Robert, Robert Baker. So it says when he made it, his phone number. Yeah. So not just some guy. It was trustworthy. Unless it's lies on the label. <laughs> and then we had, we bought beef jerky from Double N Ranch. So... They're outside of Sundry and on the south bank of the Red Deer River. They have grass-fed, hormone-free beef. They're actually purebred, pulled Herefords, which pulled actually means naturally hornless. And the Herefords are in a, from a, the county Hereford in in England. And then, well, I just wrote this down because I didn't know really the difference between a cow and a heifer. Do you know? Um, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. It's called a uh, female is called a cow after she gives her first birth, has her first birth. So that's a heifer beforehand. Oh. Um, so double N. So often ranches, and I didn't realize this till Avery kind of mentioned something today. Ranches are named with letters. Do you know why, Ave? Or No idea why, but I'm curious. And I'm glad you looked at that because I asked you to. Oh, yeah, you did. And I was like, oh, I thought maybe you knew the story behind. Often the brands, like the cattle prods and the brands, they brand their cows. So often it's with a letter. So double N, probably two Ns, so that they can more easily identify their okay. stock if they run away. And often you hear like bar, like bar you Yes, in. yes. Bar just means that they've put a um, a bar above or below the letter or the symbol. Sometimes oh, okay. it's symbols and there's like tilting Ls like it just, and it's yeah. just kind of on their side. But yeah, um, also I learned that a dude ranch is a guest ranch for tourists. That's oh. what makes it. I don't know if the dudes are the tourists, or I should look up. Look at us learning some cowboy culture as we go along. <laughs> We've only but, been in Alberta 16 years. But wouldn't it like a sideways L be like a check mark? Well, I just chose the L as a, I couldn't think of any oh, off okay. the top of my head. I just, like, I think there's one called a lilting nine or something. So it has to do with the branding of the livestock. Now, this has an interesting, it looks like fruit leather. Mm-hmm. Has an interesting shape, bar-like. I'm having a second piece because it was really good. Yeah, so we just got plain beef jerky. It is really good. There's some sweetness. And, a, and like a touch of heat, but nothing too overpowering. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was really good. It was. It doesn't taste like the generic gas station beef jerky that you get. It's a little bit softer. Less and dry? Less. But it's the beef jerky you get in, is like when you start chewing it, like... I don't know. It gets this weird texture in your mouth. This didn't yeah. do it. So I, I enjoyed this. I thought it was good. I wonder if it, if it came from horned cows, if it would taste different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I laughed pretty hard at my own joke. <laughs> and I'm forced to laugh at your jokes. So I'm the funniest person I know. I tell them for myself. <laughs> so yeah. So um, you know, they were they they were big on like grass feed, hormone um, free. So. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by World on Fire, a new podcast from CBC Edmonton. World on Fire is a new five-part series that takes you into the front lines of -of out-of-control wildfires in Canada, Australia, and California. Here's a preview. Some people say the end is near. Some say that it's already here. Holy! Look at that! Oh no! Hang on, 
When your backyard is burning, is anywhere safe? I'm Adrian Lam, and I'm hosting a new podcast called World on Fire. Along with wildfire expert Mike Flanagan, we're taking you to the front lines of fires burning out of control in North America, Australia, even the Arctic. We'll meet the reporters who are covering these devastating stories and hear from the people who, despite terrible loss, rebuild again and again. This goes on, and like when I grow up, maybe that this is going to be even worse, and I might actually be in a situation where there's a wildfire around me. We'll tell you what the future holds and take you inside the latest tools and technology providing hope. That's World on Fire, a five part original podcast from CBC Edmonton. Available on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Find World on Fire on CBC Listen Listen app or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it online at cbc.ca slash worldonfire. We also bought fresh, the company is Fresh Pure Foods and we bought Southwestern Green Pepper Sauce. So on their website of the Fresh Pure Foods, they said they focus on flavor, health and wellness, local ingredients, low fat, no preservative, preservatives. And the guy whose name is, and I'll probably mess it up, Karthik B. Shanmuga Sundaran. I can't read my handwriting as well. Um, he has a master's of business. He has a passion for food. So he just followed his dreams working in a kitchen. So we got the green pepper sauce. There's like, I read the label, there's coriander in it, I think, or cilantro. If only Avery would have passed me the bottle that was in his hand to tell me. <laughs> it mm. smells delicious. I had a sniff of it and it just like, it smells really good. Yeah. I can't read the label. I'm old coriander. Mm cilantro and ginger and tamarind yeah those flavors are awesome together it'd be good on chicken i picture (laughs) (laughs) i think yeah that's on a burger yeah like a maybe something like more neutral like instead of a beef burger but like a chicken burger yeah so yeah i think it would pick up the flavor really well in something like that compared to just a regular burger maybe even grilled sausages oh yeah on top with some onions peppers Maybe well, there's peppers in there. Yeah, you can taste I think it. it would be really good. Yeah, so that was good. I mean, I don't miss preservatives. <laughs> and then we bought another sauce from Crystal's Canco, which we bought hot baba, sweet beet hot sauce. So again, she's does locally sourced ingredients, no preservatives or additives, no added sugar. Um, and this has carrots and beets in it so although she described it as like a sweet ketchup and i don't like ketchup we'll see so i wish she hadn't said that but when i was talking to her the one that she had on display and for samples it was a little bit not as vibrant red and she said she got some really nice organic beet powder for this batch and it made it like almost this reddish color so it looks almost like a raspberry vinaigrette yeah, it's good. It tastes a little bit like ketchup at first, but I probably just have that in my mind now. And then really spicy, really hot. Like, yeah, but you really get the beets too. Mm-hmm. Definitely hot, definitely yeah. hot. But beets are in there too, and that's really good. If you like beets, I know I like beets. I know Lena yeah, likes beets. They're fun. And I always think of Lisa Simpson going, we got beets. And I don't know <laughs> if anyone else knows that episode, but <laughs> but I do and I laugh. Yeah. I, I will say I don't really like to eat condiments just off a spoon. 
<laughs> something that's unappetizing for me, but yeah, I pictured that would be good on sweet potato fries. I was going to say like something like that, like something sweet. Onion um, rings. Onion rings would be good. I think it'd be good in a pasta salad, just like a summery pasta salad. Yeah. That, that, like it would bring out some freshness because we yeah. like to put a whole bunch of veg in there and I think it would come out nice. So. Um, and then this one, well, it's the next thing is the Slammin' Cannery is the name of the business and Pina Colada spread. Now, Avery and I were both at the farmer's market and there was a jar and it was red, layered bright red, bright orangey yellow, and then bright green. And just that rainbow spread, it caught our eye. Yeah. And it was like daiquiri. It was strawberry daiquiri and then mango daiquiri. And then mango daiquiri, and I forget what she said, made it green in the top. She used some blue caraco in there. Yeah. And I just, Avery doesn't really like mango, so strawberry mango mango seemed odd. But then I read pina colada spread. Yeah. So They had a lot of cool looking spreads. I saw an Italian preserve there yeah, that, that looked like, like looked like preserves with some herbs inside so that looked yeah. really cool yeah i wonder what the liquid was like i don't know if she cooked down herbs I to get the liquid say, oh i forget i read it it might have been wine that's or that would have been my second guess would be like wine. a like a White sweet wine. wine or something yeah. so also this company no sugar like no sugar added products she used to make them for well she's been canning her whole life and then she used to make things for friends who couldn't have preservatives and chemicals and bought things so in 2017 she opened her business and all day i've had the pina colada song by rupert holmes in my head <laughs> which anyone who hasn't looked up that i can't say it's a video so like it oh it's like, a video not like mtv video but performance of it it's something look it up on youtube worth it you will thank me <laughs> and then it got me looking into pina colada which is literally spanish for strained pineapple now again there's some origin stories they kind of say that some bartenders made it up or and i'm going with this one which is kind of disputed it origin well we know it originated in puerto rico and it's, it's been the official drink since 1978. But apparently in the 19th century, the pirate Roberto Cofresi of Puerto Rico gave it to his crew to boost morale. And I like that story better than a bartender came up with it. <laughs> so um, it came with the wax on top. Um, our son got into yeah. it while we were prepping. <laughs> so he ate a lot of the jar. But we have yet to try it. I, I just tried a little bit. I'm going to try a little bit more. I got some for you oh, on the you. green spoon. I don't know implicate like what we'd use it on, but let's taste it and then go from there. Oh, it's so coconutty. I think on just top of like a, a white cookie. cake, mm. a sugar cookie, angel food cake, angel food that. cake. That's what I was thinking of. Not just white cake, but angel food cake. Those angel food cake like rounds and just fill that little. Yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes people make with um, a little whipped cream on top. The coconut whipped cream. If you take a Ooh, can yes, of coconut. Yes. And put it in the fridge. It'll separate and you can just take the like liquid out. I use it to use in any like curries or whatever. And you can whip just the solid part. And it's a good substitute for whipped cream. It is, but I think that... It might be too Yeah, overpowered. That's why I was just saying. And then chunks of pineapple. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really good. I think it'd be really nice on a cake or something like that, like we said, or a cookie, like you said. I really enjoyed the texture. It was like... Grainy makes it sound bad. It's not grainy, but yes, there are flakes of coconut, but there's like I'm sure you different can, than. Ugh. I'm sure you could mix that in with a little vanilla ice cream. 
would be good too. And maybe a little bit of rum on top. Maybe we just put a, we can make a shooter with a little rum and that. (laughs) (laughs) And there is alcohol in this, but it's been cooked down. So I'm not worried about that. But talking about alcohol, that leads us to our last thing. Tamarack, Jack's Honey and Meadery. Um, We got Buzzsaw Mead. So this is a carbonated traditional mead. And I just learned that Tamarack is a type of pine tree. It's also called an American larch, just in case anyone knows. And I'm not even going to, I'm going to go right to their website and and describe the image they put in our mind. And here's, and they say, imagine here, imagine. A tall, rugged man trudging through a tamarack forest with axe slung over his shoulder, dragging behind him an antique crust-cut saw, where after a long day of logging, he slumps into his chair, with muddy overalls rolled up over his boots and blisters inside the palms of his hand, he reaches for something cold to soothe the pain. Of course, after a hard day... What does one require the most to lift their spirits? A nice cold drink. Tamarack Jack reaches into the icebox and grabs his first bottle of Buzzsaw, knowing that the cool sip of his fermented honey drink will wash away the day's burdens. <laughs> and I just liked that, so I read it. They also had a hops mead, which I did yes. try. And I'm not a big fan of hopsy beer, so I didn't, it was okay, but not my thing. But if you like hop beer that's pretty hopsy i don't think hopsy is the right word but i've used it twice so now i'm going to say it's a word but yeah it was it was a good um a little bit different than just beer and it was a good i don't want to say substitute but Mm. it has that mead that mead sweetness honey flavor there's something in there that i can't place that it's good it's definitely good why don't you pass me the can maybe it'll maybe it'll say it's fruity or like clovery yeah so maybe it's the honey they use. And she said they had award-winning honey, doesn't she? Yeah, this, she, the lady that we got it from, she was talking about it. And she was so, she seemed so proud and so happy with her product. You could not buy it. And it, like I said, when somebody's so enthusiastic about selling their product, you just want to buy it. Like a couple of weeks ago with the queso dip, she was so happy with what she was selling. And she's so proud of it. And she's just putting everything behind it. And they did the same thing with this. and. And even the pure, the sweet pepper sauce, he was like, thanks for buying local. Yeah, which is what we've been doing a lot lately. And there's a lot of good local stuff in the Calgary area and Alberta area. Now we're expanding our reach, I guess, where we're going. And yeah, it was super good. I like that. Um, Well, what you might be tasting, there's a couple of things. It just says a sweet floral component while the... um, Almost like wine. Well, the yeast... Lend a flavor, um, an aroma reminiscent of tropical fruit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I like this one. A refreshing, crisp taste finishes clean like the cut of a carbide blade. <laughs> 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 they have some great descriptions. I really and like. A great product. <laughs> I like the way they described it because it was so cool. It gives you a scene of what's happening and ha- almost setting you up for this great flavor that's going to be like robust and almost like i i want to say manly like something that i think they're selling it that but it reminds me of like cider yeah like it but it's like really subtle and nice like it's not like pow right in your face but it's a really nice flavor nice warm day i picture this and a hammock (laughs) i was thinking like like over a fireplace 
Like, it, it, like the first fire of the fall and just sitting on a bearskin rug. <laughs> See, I was picturing a hot day, but yeah, and bearskin bear rug, fire. Yeah. Nice charcuterie board and that. With pickled garlic and some nice little <laughs> sauces, some beef jerky. We have ourselves, yeah. we just need some sourdough bread. And <laughs> yeah. And we have ourselves a picnic here. We do, yeah. Today I want to tell you about ATB's new podcast, The Future Of. Join Todd Hirsch, ATB's Vice President and Chief Economist, as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunities it creates. From the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself, the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get to the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month, plus bonus episodes, The Future Of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to The Future Of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about the future by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. So this was amazing. Um, What do you think? Oh, everything was so good. I like that. There's something to be said for us not really having a theme except farmer's market. So we're not necessarily need to compare one thing to another. Like, I guess we have two sauces, but they're different, totally different sauces. I'm pretty hyped about this green sauce. It's different because it's not, there's not a lot of heat. So it's different. It's very cilantro-y. If you don't like cilantro, you might not like it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to using that garlic in some stuff. I picture like, yeah, I picture I'm going to make a tomato based pasta and use some of that and you won't like this but a can of tuna yeah yeah i won't like you that won't. at all but and uh, i think that would be good with some greenery i don't know i yeah. would like throw some arugula in there or something yeah I, i'm thinking about just making a straight up really caesar? simple pasta maybe not a caesar but it might be good in a caesar but i'm just thinking some of that some onions some like just some bow tie pasta yeah, yeah. white wine like a vinaigrette no, not even vinaigrette, just no. like white wine, a little bit of reduction on it, and that would be perfect. Just nice, simple, easy. Um, doesn't even have to have meat in it. So, And it wasn't very, um, like it is raw garlic, but it's been fermented, but it wasn't, I wouldn't imagine eating just a clove of raw garlic, but yeah. it wasn't like that. It had lost some of its bite. Yeah. But yeah. there was spice, there was then spice added to it, like chilies added to it, but... Yeah, I think we have another week of winners. Yeah. Um, Not one bad product. It was so good. I'm I'm really enjoying these farmer's market finds that we've been doing. Um, let us know how you guys are liking this. I know it's a little different the last couple, this summer, but I know some people are watching in Nova Scotia or else, elsewhere, not Alberta. So see what you guys can find at farmer's markets. Let, let yeah. us know. We're... Definitely send us some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely eat local. Try local. It's we're having fun doing it. I we're probably going to head to another farmers market this Saturday. I have an idea where I want to go. Um, also, try to talk to the vendors. I'm really yeah. bad at that. Um, I kind of just keep our son away and busy while Avery talks. But you get more of the story. People want to yeah. talk about their products, and I get that. And and they so most people love what they're selling too. Like like I talked about the. The buzzsaw, and they were so happy. They're telling like gold medal winning and bronze medal winning, and they're talking about their honey and you know mm-hmm. 
Um, it was five minutes before close. We were a little later than we had yeah. expected. And but I'm willing to bet, like, if I stop to talk to each one of these people, like, even the uh, the beat, the beat heat stuff yeah. there, she was talking about what she's doing. She's talking about the different hot sauces she had and, you know, just amazing stories all around and, you know, great entrepreneurs making great products. And I, I really like it. Local is really good. And it's what I'm finding so far is with the local stuff, even though it's jarred and canned or whatever it is, it's not that generic grocery store stuff. There's like really impactful flavors in there. Like you can really taste the beet. You can really taste the spices in the Southwest. The green pepper and the coriander. Yeah. So it's not so muted with preservatives and fillers. It's just like really good in your face. Bam. Yeah. Just and what I was thinking. Great. And now that video is going to have to be taken down. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so, not. yeah, just really good stuff and yeah. just really good people making it. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I'm, hopefully we'll get a couple more weeks of farmer's market goodies. It also gave us a little chance to explore the province a little more, places we had never been to. We had never heard of these towns. I hadn't. So. No, I just I had no idea. I just there's a great Alberta farmers market website that has a whole bunch of different farmers markets. I think there's one tomorrow night in Calgary, so bonus. maybe um Bonas and Triwood area. So yeah, So you don't have to travel outside of the city. We just yeah. that's what we like to do. But it, a lot of small towns have them, so if you get a chance no matter where you're at in the world, make sure you head out Talk to your local farmers. Talk to these vendors because they're the ones making it and they're the ones selling it. So, and there it, was some great actual produce, not even just products, yeah. but produce. So much. Yeah, um, we didn't. Beautiful. There things. was there was such a long lineup at one of the Bentley. produce stands in Bentley that like we weren't getting into it because it, it even seemed like it was going quick, but yeah. it was hot out. But I wanted to see everything else because this is the kind of stuff that I want to try. Like. But the fresh produce looked fresh, and it looked amazing. It looked vibrant. It looked colorful. So make sure you get out to your local farmer's market. And there's our soapbox for the the evening. And like like you said, if you have something that you would like us to try, send us an email, themesshallpodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, or comment on this. And hopefully next week, we will be doing this live on YouTube as well. So... That's going to be fun. It's uh, kind of nerve-wracking to put us out even to a bigger audience, but hopefully a lot of people will see like some of the great products that we're reviewing. So Yeah. So thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Have a great evening, and make sure you head out to your local farmer's market. Yeah.